1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. It's Tuesday evening, 16th February 2021, and you're listening to the latest update from today's 1MDB trial by the Malaysian Insight. I'm Patrick Teo. Najib's legal team had hoped to delay the trial for time to obtain more evidence and supporting materials through the U.S. courts, but the request was denied by the High Court judge. On the latter part of the hearing, a former staff consistently denied contributing to the Tun Razak Exchange TRX joint venture. Ex-Prime Minister Najib Razak is currently on trial for four charges of abuse of power and 21 charges of money laundering involving 2.28 billion ringgit in public funds. <coughs> Najib's lawyer, Mohammad Shafi Abdullah, requested Judge Colin Lawrence Sakera to postpone the ongoing 1MDB trials on two grounds. Recently, a top regional executive of Goldman Sachs, Tim Leisner, had pleaded guilty with a confession to having paid bribes to several 1MDB officials. Shafi said, That's how we know these two entities have committed the act of bribery. Our client has appealed on the 17th of November 2020 to New York to reveal the name of those in 1MDB that were involved. The lead counsel updated that the Department of Justice is interested in their application and saw fit to intervene. It will be proof that Najib has no knowledge and is not a participant in money laundering. Shafi also brought up former Goldman Sachs banker Roger Ng's trial that will start at the end of summer in the US. My client should wait to be given the fullest materials. On the basis of Roger Ng's case, our team has done an excellent job of research and stumbled across important materials that not only certain 1MDB members but even current government members are involved in. Deputy Public Prosecutor Ahmed Akram Garib then stood up to say that the 1MDB-linked cases in America have no interference with this trial and are only between Najib and Tim Leisner. However, Shafi believed it does because the witnesses' testimonies are affected and whatever new information obtained will deem the testimonies unreliable. The disclosure of these names will make it extremely relevant because it will leak whether the witnesses were in fact instruments of Joe Lowe, the fugitive financier Low-Tech Joe, to penetrate and corrupt 1MDB in cahoots with Goldman Sachs. If the 1MDB officials that have testified did indeed receive money from Joe Lowe, then it's a different colour and Young Arif must then use a different filter, Shafi said. Akram stood up again and said, We are open, but I wish to make it clear that whatever that was spoken hasn't been proven, and these are all just allegations. The second reason the defendant team requested the stand-down of the hearing was the need for preparation time on the appeal submission for the SRC International case in the Court of Appeal. 
On July 28th, the High Court found Najib guilty of abuse of power and misappropriating over 42 million ringgit from one MDB subsidiary, SRC. We are supposed to put in our written submission by the 1st of March, and I have been relying on a couple of assistants to do the work, Shafi said. Judge Collin ruled that the proceedings that were scheduled this week will continue, but he gave grace for April's hearings to be adjourned. As far as the U.S. proceedings are concerned, I will allow every opportunity and learn new revelation when there are new documents. He also told Shafi that he empathizes with Shafi's short deadline for the SRC case. However, the court has limited days and the 1MDB proceedings will need to go on. Defence lawyer Wan Aizuddin Wan Muhammad began cross-examination with the 10th prosecution witness, former 1MDB Chief Executive Officer Muhammad Hazim Abdurrahman. It was centred around the 1MDB and Abbas joint venture for the Tun Razak Exchange TRX project. Hazem repeatedly informed the court that he had no active role in it. 1MDB General Counsel Jasmine Lu Aiswan dealt with the negotiations and talked with the parties, Hazem said. And the other 1MDB officer that was responsible for the project is the Chief Investment Officer Vincent Ko Binghuat along with his team. However, Hazem did view some documents and participated in some discussions. The lawyer said there is a conflict because Hazem's predecessor, Sharul Azral Ibrahim Halmi, told the court earlier that Hazem would manage the three billion US dollar fundraising for the joint venture. One Aizuddin raised that the proposal of the project looked fantastic. It is highly beneficial. It is not odd for Najib to agree to it. Even a non-experienced businessman can think that it's an opportunity and a good deal, he said. One Aizuddin then called attention to a 1MDB letter to Najib that highlighted the advantages of the joint venture. The lawyer asked if the TRX deal was mentioned in the letter and Hazem said no. Other questions raised to the witness in relation to the joint venture were the revision of the terms, the fundraising, the letter of support and the memo to be tabled to the cabinet, to which Hazem consistently admitted that he had no understanding and had no part in it. The court adjourned and will continue tomorrow morning at the Kuala Lumpur High Court. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast was brought to you by the Malaysian Insight. It was written by Haley Chongwee Key. I'm Patrick Teo.